0: Yeah, so Egypt has scored. It's um, it's um, Daniel. Yeah, two one. They are they are leading now. Oh, really? That pushes Ghana to third place.
1: Oh, yeah. Of course, I forgot about Ghana in that group. <laughs>
2: I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at you, Daniel. I'm yeah, laughing but... about the. Flag. That's
0: why. That's why I was watching the Cape Verde Egypt. I'm but laughing goodness. because
2: Mimi Mimi forgot.
1: <laughs> Oops! Well, could you score two goals tonight? Another two goals. it will come down to the goal tally. Yes.
0: Yeah, so I stopped watching the Ghana Mozambique game and I went to watch Ghana. Yeah, ben me
1: sweep. Wait a minute, Ghana were leading two 0 Mozambique. Yes. So
0: Mozambique has
1: put Ghana. You you're rubbish. Charlie. I'm sorry. Ghana needs to go out. How can no, you be about it is,
2: The thing about Ghana is that, right, if you listen to what Amokachi was saying, because Amokachi is the summarizer in, uh, for the commentary, and he was saying they were doing the same mistake they've made in their first two games, where if you take the lead, you don't consolidate, you don't pursue the second goal. You know, you just sit back. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. So he
0: did the same, the coach did the same thing again. So he brought out... Because we we were losing as Shimeru, so he brought us like our main uh, our main forward facing players, and he brought he brought in Daniel Amate, who is like a defender.
2: Yeah, but you know, like his defensive <laughs> stu- style normally. Yeah, that's the style. Was um, Inaki Williams playing today?
1: <laughs> I didn't see him starting. I like no.
2: Yeah, I didn't I see him start the game either. I I kind of like wondered why. So, yeah. You know,
1: I, most Ghanaians didn't even think Inaki Williams was good, even in the first or second match. To be honest, well.
2: And Ofori has been so good in goal, you know, because Ofori kept you in the game for a long time. I mean, he made some really good saves.
1: So what are we doing? Are we recording? Are we waiting for the final of the game?
2: It's full time. Okay, so let's do this. All right. We're about to start the the program proper now. It's
0: full time. It's full time for the Ghana game. Let's go! I see you!
2: hello 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 welcome to the africa football showdown your one-stop shop for everything about african football and of course right now we're concentrating on the africa cup of nations well and truly underway in ivory coast we're now playing the third group matches in the tournament we'll have uh, the results so far for you including those late equalizers in the game between egypt and cape Verde, as well as ghana versus mozambique plus We'll have the Zambian legend, the great Kalu Kalusha Bwalya, with us right here on the Africa Football Showdown. Daniel, agonizing <laughs> over watching his beloved Black Stars of Ghana play against Mozambique, and um, that game ended just before we started this recording. Um, Daniel, good news for you. Very bad news, Peter. It's the hope that kills you. I I feel like
0: when you're supporting Black Stars, it's always the hope that kills you because for about 50 minutes, in fact, for about an hour, Ghana was in the lead against Mozambique. Cape Verde was pulling a draw against Egypt. So that means that Ghana was going to qualify. And then, you know, in a matter of about 20 minutes, we lost that lead, a two-goal lead against Mozambique. It became 2 all and in just the final, the die numbers of the Egypt's, most, of the Egypt's Cape Verde game, um, Egypt took the lead. And so it looks like it's over for Ghana. It's going to be two points.
2: Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll come to those permutations in a short while here on the program. I also want to say um, a big, big hello to Mimi. Better news for you today, Mimi.
1: I mean, look—it's been a good day, I guess, of African football. Nigeria—they got um, the win against Guinea-Bissau. Of course, it was an own goal by Sangate when Moses Simon crossed from the left flank, trying to find Victor Osimen, and um, Guinea-Bissau—you know—deflected it into their own goal. But you know, it's it's a, an Afcon full of surprises. I'm just—I'm still shocked, to be honest. I'm still trying to. To take in that Egypt, I'm sorry, not the Egypt, the Ghana result, how could you be leading two goals to nil for most of the game? Jordan, are you taking the two penalties, and the next thing you know yet again it's it ends in a draw i Daniel, I'm still wondering what's going on with ghana
0: i I have no idea really at this point what I do what I did observe because I must admit I switched from the Mozambique Ghana game to the verde Egypt game, mm. which is now two two by the way. Mm, and so Cape Verde has, has pulled a draw wow. in that game. And um, if you look, but, but Egypt is still number two in the group because Egypt has three draws mm. if it ends this way. Mm. Mm. Anyway, so that's just by the way. So the thing is, really, in both the Mozambique game and our first game against Cape Verde, we seem to sit back and play very defensively. And we were allowing... Um, these the, the opposing teams to make incursions into the final third and look very dangerous in front of goal. If you look at the tail of the tape against Mozambique, you realize that one of the goals was actually, one of the Mozambique goals was actually a penalty in the 91st minute. And then they equalized in the 94th minute from Renildo Mandava. So this was like basically a loss of concentration after.
1: I was going to say, yet again, a loss of concentration mm-hmm. that we're mm-hmm. seeing in the Ghana yeah. game. Yeah. Yet again, towards the end of the game.
2: Listen, listen, I don't want anybody listening to us now to think that this is a, a, a West African football showdown. It's an African football showdown. And just to let them know that on the show today we have a really special guest. He's a Zambian football legend. Um, he's He played in six africa cup of nations is going to come and tell us what um, he makes of this latest edition i'm talking about of course the great kalu kalusha Shabwalia. he will be on the program in a very short while but daniel before we go any further so daniel games have been concluded in groups a and b just remind us what the scores were in those matches
0: Right, so let me take you all the way back to Saturday. Um, Kivet won against Mozambique 3-0. Senegal beats Cameroon 3-1. Guinea beats Gambia 1-0. Algeria drew with Burkina Faso 2-2. And Mauritania lost to Angola 3-2. The Tunisia, Mali, and Morocco DRC, as well as Zambia, Tanzania, all ending in a one-all draw. South Africa... Um, pulled off a spirited win against Namibia 4-0. But Monday was when all the drama took place in Groups A and B. In Group A, we had Nigeria beating Guinea-Bissau by that own goal. And in the other game, the host nation Ivory Coast lost by four goals to zero to Equatorial Guinea of all teams. and Nsueh pulling a brace after scoring three against Guinea-Bissau in the previous game. And in Group B, my woes continue. Both games end in two with a 2 all draw. Uh, Mozambique, Ghana, and Cape Verde, Egypt. And What this means is that Cape Verde um, finishes top of the group with seven points and Egypt finishes second with three points. Ghana getting two and Mozambique getting two as well. That's where we are.
2: Indeed. Thank you very much. Listen, Mimi, we're talking about shockers, right? Mm. And we've mentioned Ghana, you know, letting that two goal advantage slip against Mozambique, but Ivory Coast, the hosts
1: I mean, losing that, that four is 1-0. Really, yeah. That really is a big match of today to be honest, that result. First of all, can we just say how incredible Equatorial Guinea have been in this tournament and I think they've been a surprise package. For many people. But I don't know why they've been a surprise package because in 2015 at the AFCON they got through to the quarterfinals. And as well, coming into this competition, they've had very good results in the World Cup qualifiers. So I always find it interesting when people say that they're they're a surprise package. I guess in a way they are, but if you've been following, I guess people have been following the results, they're not a surprise package at all. They've been they've been putting in the work and Emilio Insue, oh my God, the 34-year-old player for the captain of his team, had a hat-trick against Guinea-Bissau coming into the match against Ivory Coast, scoring a brace. And what's so interesting about him is he plays as a right-back, as a defender for his side, third division in Spain, but yet he's playing as a striker for his country at the africa cup of nations so he really is the story of this competition so far leading in the golden boot five goals in three games let's rip off our predictions i think i think we've all pretty much (laughs) lost out on our predictions for who's going to finish golden boot because nobody said emilio but he is leading the race right now
2: absolutely and you know we because we've watched we've Covered so many Africa Cups of Nations. We know we don't really like the host nation leaving in the first round because it depletes the crowds that come to the stadium. I mean, Ivory Coast still have a chance to to qualify, so as one of the best finishing third placed teams. But it's going to be really hard work for them, isn't it?
0: It's going to be a tough one. So Ivory Coast, for instance, will be looking at the. The results of the Group B final games, making sure that their three points are ahead of the third place team in Group B, which is Ghana, which is two points. So it's a very convenient result for them from the Group B games. But there are still a number of games before the group stage games are over, finally, and we can know their final fate. I must say that beginning, that first um, win against Guinea Bissau is going to put them on a strong footing. But Peter, at the heart of it, this is not the conversation you want to have about a host team after the group stage of a competition. A host team with the quality that Ivory Coast has on the pitch, with the history that Ivory Coast has in the dressing room. I'm I'm wondering, where did this all go wrong?
1: I think the chances, to be honest, Daniel, (laughs) if you bring out your calculating permutations of Ivory Coast qualifying as a one of the four best 3rd finish place teams, I think is very, very slim.
0: I mean, I acknowledge they, they lost two games and, you know, they, they they only have three points. I think that I'm just speaking with hope because, you know, you lose a certain energy in a competition when the host team leaves so early. So for the sake of the quality of the competition, with the fans turning up in the stadiums, You want to see, you know, the host nation go further. I I mean, it's just fingers crossed for them at this point.
2: Indeed, and you know, like you said, these permutations—they've not—they're not not over yet. We have to wait uh, for the games on uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday to to try and get a a final picture. But how about some tidbits, some very interesting nuggets from the Nations Cup so far? Can either of you guess of how many goals? were scored after the second round of games so far in Afghan.
0: You'd have to help me out there. Well, listen,
2: I, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> sit down 20, and count them myself. More than
1: 20, more than 20. 65, that's oh, a record. Oh, there you go, more than twenty-five. 20.
2: <laughs> there were 41 goals in 2021 and 43 in 2019. So really good tournament so far. Lots of goals being scored. Uh, and another little nugget for you, Bushra Karbubi. Mm-hmm. The Moroccan referee led the first all-female referee to refer a game at AFCON. That's such a great milestone. I just love it. And I thought they were all fantastic, you know. That was in the guinea
1: bissau nigeria match, isn't it? Yeah.
2: She did. She handled her business like a pro. She was stern as well, you know. I mean, the players, like, I love that. So, so well done to her and her team.
1: I think it's also important to say when we're showing that is is you know, making history in this tournament. First ever female commentator at an Africa Cup of Nation in Amana Dlamini, the former mm-hmm. South African player also in this competition. So breaking ground. So that's really great to see.
2: Now, as promised at the top of the show, we have a special guest on the Africa Football Showdown today. He's a man who's played in six. Africa Cup of Nations competitions. He was the Africa Footballer of the Year in 1988. He was the captain of the Zambian national team, coach of the Zambian national team, as well as the head of the Zambian FA. He was also one of the few players that survived in the uh, 1993 plane crash that took the life of most of the Chipolo Polo that yeah i'm talking about none other than the great kalu himself kalusha Walia welcome onto the program my brother i want to talk about your boys uh the chipolo polo yesterday a, a, a lot of people would say a lucky draw against um tanzania what do you make of that game
3: i i you know i'm not involved with zambia so i'm i'm watching as a spectator um so uh, normally when you look at Zambia and the history of Zambia at the Africa of Nations, you know we always brought the A game to Africa of nations we it um, you know before the, the, the ninety three and after ninety three and the team has always you know punched above its weight. and um you know we, the the team with uh, with uh, uh, abram grant is is new. Whilst we have a, a very little front line, I think that there's still a lot of work to be done, especially in the midfield. and at the back, okay, we we have Sunzu. But I think that uh, you get that occasion where the players are playing their first Africa Cup of Nations and they're a little bit on the agey side, you know they look they look nervous, you know, couldn't put you know five, six, seven passes together. Um, so it, it it the tournament has yet to start in my opinion for Zambia two two draws which is good because the you know, normal day you know you will be out of in, out of contention but Zambia is in contention and Zambia playing against Morocco you will find that you know Zambia, Zambia always plays better when he plays against the big teams so yeah it's there is reason to be optimistic in in my opinion what is gone is gone um, but. You know, it, it is the everything or nothing game on on Wednesday.
1: What player or players have stood out for you so far in your first two two games in the Africa Cup of Nations for Zambia?
3: For for me, yes. I think that Sunzo Sun- Sun has been excellent um, mm-hmm. at the back, and then um, we are seeing uh, glimpses of uh, Fashion. I think Fashion, you know, mm-hmm. he, has, he has he has fought. Fashion Sakala has fought in the, in the both games. Uh, the Kings, you know, is he, there. You know, scored a beautiful goal. I think it was a, a fantastic goal. You know, because you have to be quick again. Patson quickly threw the ball, and then a fantastic, fantastic goal. Because you have one chance, and you have to get it right. E- 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 Manuel Banda should should be on the pitch, in my opinion, uh, because of what he brings brings that speed and and ten of pace wants to take on a man. So that's why I'm saying that I think Passion Kings Lamech, Patson soon. Tzu- uh, I think so far so good. I think they have been they have been uh, really you know trying to to bring their game to uh, to the fore, and um, mm-hmm. you know we only hope that on on Wednesday they you know they're, they're in good form and uh, you know they get a luck.
2: Do you think that what you're seeing now is the culmination of a rebuild of that of a new generation of Zambian footballers? To go back to where it belongs on the African continent as continental champions, like they did in 2012.
3: <laughs> uh, if you're going to build a team, uh, it can take some time. It can take one year, you know, like what happened in 1993, uh, because you have the the, the whole nation in, on your back. And and you know, it, it, some of my my greatest games with Zambia has been played uh, with the new team, of course. I, but then. We, what we have done now with the 2012 team, for example, we, we started, I started the process myself as coach, you know, in 2006, 2010, the team made, uh, you know, big strides, you know, we only lost in, with every now, we only lost in the second round. This is the process. Now with, with this team, um, you know, not forgetting that the team, uh, the team is there, but it's their first Cup nations. So sometimes the team can be able to adapt and sometimes the team that can be also the Achilles, heel, you know, where they're able to not be able to come out of the starting block. They're in second gear, third gear, they can't hit the, the high notes. So this is what, what, what can happen. So we're just hoping that uh, Zambia will be able to turn up, turn, turn up against Morocco and uh, anything can happen.
2: Let, let's move away from Zambia a bit now. What other teams in the tournament have caught your eye?
3: Uh, I I always fancy the underdog, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> <I'm> looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at Burkina, I'm looking at Botswana, Guinea. You know what they are doing. Kevet, he's always, you know, it's always been difficult. Uh, Senegal, of course, uh, Morocco. Man for man, I think probably they have the best players on 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 the field. Uh, I don't think, uh, sorry, Mimi, I don't think that Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has, has the,
1: I, I <laughs> hope I hope Nigeria yeah. proves you wrong, Kalusha. I really do. <laughs> yeah,
3: I think, I think Mar- <laughs> the Nigeria has the name, but I'm not so sure. Man for man, Algeria, you know, also man for man, has very very good players, but they are not the same team that they were in 2019. But you never rule them out because Mare's the guys, they'll, they'll come up and they'll play. You know, some of the best football that, um, and they are pedigree in, in Africa. They can turn on the. The, the the charm and and they are there so yeah so those are the teams let's wait and see who goes through to the second round but mm-hmm. um, uh, senegal looking really really good having been to many Africa cup nations uh, i remember the coaches saying the team that's touched the first Africa cup of nations the first lineup in the first game is probably not the same lineup that is going to play the the final if you if you get to the final so everybody should feel that they have the chance of coming into the team And one or two changes can do wonders for it.
2: Indeed. And obviously, Kalusha, you've had a very long career in football. You know, you played for your national team, captain of the national team, coached the national team, president of the Football Association of Zambia. Just before we started this interview, I watched a free kick that you scored against Liberia in 2004. Last minute of the game, you were 41 years old, if I remember. Fantastic free kick.
0: The game and Kalu is coming to take that free kick. Let's see how Kalu is going to take that one. It's a goal, it's a goal, it's a goal, it's a goal. Kalu, Kalu, it's unbelievable, it's unbelievable. This is unbelievable. But, the time
2: when the but for you, which was the best goal you ever Kevin,
3: scored for your national Zambia, team? Frankly. Mm, you have to have the Zambians. <laughs> 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 I have about three, four, five. Yeah, probably three or four, five. Uh, you know, that I would think, you know, they, they were important. Against Liberia was because I was, you know, too old to be on, on the peak. <laughs> and I remember the match commissioner, when we were giving them the, the lineup lineup of the team, I'm, I'm standing there because I was just in my tracksuit and my t-shirt. And so they go in the in, on the list, they say, number one, you know, the goalkeeper say, number two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 10, 11, and then they go to the substitutes. So uh, remember those days, we only had uh, uh, 16 players, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So when they came to 16, this was my name. <laughs> and, and so the match commissioner said, and 16 was my name. And then after that is the coach. So again, my name. Mm. So they said, I, I think there's a mistake. You know, there are two names here. <laughs> so he said, no, the guy said, no, Kalu is, is on the bench, he's playing. Mm. So, uh, you know, so those, we've been on the road for a long time and uh, it was a good free kick, but I feel important. Maybe the goal that we, when, when I scored, when we played against Gabon in Zambia, Uh, because of the importance of of that game. And it was also in the last uh, one or two minutes.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
1: Mimi? Oh, just want to say thank you so much, Kalusha, for your time. And may the best team win.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I think that uh, Africa Board Nations is a beautiful tournament so far. I must also say, emphasize that the the refereeing has been very good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought
3: I, I have to mention that fact. Mm. You know, the VAR, and I think they have done exceptionally well. They don't get enough credit because you know mm. we Africans, mm-hmm. we always uh, blame somebody <laughs> apart from ourselves if something <laughs> sure. goes wrong. Listen, the great Kalu,
2: thank you very much for talking to us, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Don't forget that you're listening to the Africa Football Showdown. You can download our podcast. Just go to wherever it is that you get your podcast from and type in the Africa Football uh, Showdown. You can also watch us on YouTube. So get going. Now, Daniel, let's look ahead to the remaining matches. We've got matches coming up in uh groups C to F. What can we expect?
0: Yes, indeed. Maybe there'll be more drama, Peter. Gambia faces Cameroon. Guinea also faces Senegal. Mauritania takes on Algeria. Angola will square off against Burkina Faso. Namibia will face Mali. South Africa, who had a very impressive last game against Namibia, will also face um, Tunisia. Zambia goes up against Morocco. And Tanzania plays DRC.
2: Thank you very much. Uh, Mimi, which games are you really looking forward to in the next couple of days?
1: You know, as we've spoken to Kalusha, it was really interesting to see what he had to say about Zambia. So I'll be really keen to see how they do against Morocco because Morocco have not yet themselves sealed their place into the next round after that draw against the DRC. And, you know, they're seen by many before coming into this competition as one of the favourites. So it'll be really interesting to see how that match pans out?
2: Indeed, I, I'm looking forward to, as Daniel mentioned, there um, South Africa versus Tunisia. I mean, South Africa after that romping to that four 0 win over Namibia, you know, they've put themselves back in the mix. So can Bafana Bafana make it to the round of sixteen? I I really want to see that. You know, I'd I'd really like to see that game. And, and Tunisia is another game that, on paper, they're another team that uh, are a good team, but you know, just always, most of the times, just seem to to fall short. Now, I, I want to move on further and ask you guys what you make of the fact that Egypt's talisman, Mohamed Salah, has been given permission to go back for rehabilitation to his club side, Liverpool.
1: Well, I mean, it's uh, just even just looking at social media, it's, it's drawn a lot of like mixed response. He was at the match in the stadium in a game against Mozambique, watching on his team. His agent tweeted just uh, not too long before the game started to say that actually Salah's injury is a lot worse than had been thought it would be. He would be out for about 28 days and he's going to do rigorous rehabilitation to try and make it back into camp. But it's drawn, uh, as I said, it's divided a lot of opinion. Many feel that he should still stay. I saw online a former... Egypt player, legend Ahmed Hassan being quoted on Twitter saying that Mohamed Salah should be staying to the very end supporting his country regardless of his injury rather than going back to Liverpool for rehabilitation. So I'd say the majority of fans, African football fans, are really not happy about the decision.
2: Uh, I I also heard Jurgen Klopp, that's the manager for Liverpool, saying, well, if he comes back, he he can return to the field of play. Then they'll send him back to Ivory Coast to continue with Egypt if they are still in the competition. So I think mm. maybe in a way trying to appease yeah. the, the, the Egyptian fans right yeah. there. All right, guys, that's it for another week. Thank you very much for your insight and analysis into this fantastic Africa Cup of Nations. Now, just a quick one for our listeners. If you want to watch Um, a clip of that free kick that I was talking to Kalusha Bualia about that he scored against Liberia back in 2004. We will be dropping some links on our YouTube page. So just visit our YouTube page and uh, you'll be able to click on those links and watch some of his fantasticals. That free kick, I really, really loved that free kick. It's it's one to check out. But for now, Mimi and um, Daniel... Thanks as always and see you all again next week.